You're listening to Music Sumo Podcast number 032. Hey, this is David Lawrence, and you are listening to Downtown Johnny Brown and the Music Sumo Podcast. Please save me from people who've been told what to like and then like it. In my opinion, if you're over six years of age and you're still getting your music from the radio, something is desperately wrong with you. I can only hope that somehow MP3 players and file sharing will destroy FM radio the way they're destroying record companies. Then, even though the air will probably never be safe to breathe again, maybe it will be safer to listen to. Hey everybody, this is Downtown Johnny Brown, and you're listening to Music Sumo Podcast number 032. For those of you who don't know by now, Music Sumo is an independent online music store dedicated to promoting and selling all independent artists' music over the internet at www.musicsumo.com. That's www.musicsumo.com. Music Sumo is aimed at assisting independent music artists in further promoting their careers through distribution, marketing, and promotion on the internet. Artists are now able to sell their CDs and MP3s online, advertise upcoming shows and releases, and be featured on Music Sumo's regular podcast. Some of the key features that we have incorporated into the Music Sumo web store are a website where your fans and the general public can come and buy your CDs and MP3 digital downloads, a place for customers to leave reviews of your music, an event calendar so you can let your fans know about your upcoming gigs, CD releases, and more, a bulletin board system that you can use to get your questions answered about the music industry as well as help others, a chat room where you can interact with your fans and other musicians in real time, a way to further promote your band, music, and gigs through links and banners, and more. What's that you say? Digital download sales on Music Sumo? Yes, that's right. We finally have started incorporating digital downloads into the store. Yep, Music Sumo can now encode artists' submitted music to sell and promote on the Music Sumo web store at www.musicsumo.com. All MP3 digital downloads are only 99 cents each, and they are all DRM-free, which means that you can play them on all digital media players and can share them with your friends and family as much as you like. We are also encoding the files at 256 kilobits per second to make sure that all your favorite music sounds great. At this time, we only have files from the Trespassers, but we are starting to add more and more music files from our favorite artists, so come on by MusicSumo.com to check out great deals on digital downloads or to submit your music today. With the addition of the digital downloads, fans may now start to sample every song from the artist's album. We have decided to change the length of the individual sample clips in the store, though. All music samples in the web store are now being shortened from 2 minutes down to only 30 seconds. We feel that this better complies with the current overall industry standards and allows us to store more samples of your favorite artist's music on our servers for you to sample and enjoy for free. We have a great show for you this time around, as we had another great artist visit the Music Sumo studio. This time we had full-time Beret stop by to talk a little bit and to play some tunes off of their new album, Status Boundary. First though, we'd like to congratulate Joe from San Mateo, California on winning the Griffin Road Trip iPod FM transmitter and auto charger. Hey, just calling in. Good show. Checked it out. 
Uh, rock on, music sumo, rubber side down, good stuff. Rock and roll forever. Joe was the third person to call into the Music Sumo studio after Music Sumo podcast number 031, and in doing so, won himself a great prize, which he said he was going to use on his road trip to Yosemite later this month. Please call us back, Joe, and let us know how the cool Griffin Road Trip iPod FM transmitter and auto charger worked out for you. Of course, anyone can call us up and leave us a message to play on the next podcast. If you would like to leave us a message at the Music Sumo Studio and request more music from a certain artist, please give us a call at area code 206-350-5659. You can also leave us a message about how great we are, give us some feedback on how to improve the show, let us know what is happening in your local music scene, let us know about artists we should know about, or just give a shout out to someone. Leave us a message about whatever you want. Just call 206 206- 350-5659 and leave your name, your contact information, and your message and we'll see about playing your message on the next Music Sumo podcast. Unfortunately, we don't have anything to give away this episode, but keep listening for more great prizes that you can win in the future. So this episode we have Full-Time Beret, a project put together by singer-songwriter Joel Cuzzy from the San Francisco Bay Area. Full-Time Beret is a message of everyday survival. It is about survival being a full-time job regardless of what you do. The basic message of the title, Status Boundary, is how at times we are defined by our social status. Much of the CD is about indifference, racial, economic, religious, and social, and how we are defined by what we do, how we look, what we drive, etc. If any money is ever made on this project, the first action item will be to support various different charitable causes. Because music is largely about opinion, some people will like it and some people will not. However, Full-Time Beret operates under a policy that no one is bigger than music, including those who create it. Joel was nice enough to stop by the Music Sumo studio lately for a little sit-down time and to hear some live versions of some tunes off of his new album, along with one tune that had not yet been recorded. So sit on back and enjoy a little time with Joel Cuzzy and Full-Time Beret. All right, Senior Joel Cuzzy of, of Full-Time Beret. Greetings, Cyber World. Awesome. Nice to have you in the studio, man. Good to be here. It looks a lot like my room, actually. Really? Very nice. I'm glad. I'm glad we could make it like home. Make it nice and comfortable for you. Yes. So how have things been, man? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been good. Just got back from San Diego. Crazy, crazy, crazy town. Had a lot of fun. Let's just say that. Great weather. Um, just got back in time. Tonight, actually, there's a show. This guy, Sean Hayes, is playing in Santa Cruz at this place called The Crepes Place. Never heard of it. Is it like a little cafe, I'm guessing? I've never heard of it either, but yeah, that's my plug. That's, I think that's called the plug in the entertainment world. Yes. Um, but yeah. You usually want to try to plug yourself, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, man, I, I like that guy's stuff a lot, so I'm probably going to go try to check him out tonight. The Crepes Place. Sweet. Very cool. What about this um, new album you got coming out, or you um, have out now? That this this album status boundary is what it's called. It's kind of a lot of socio-political ranting, indifference, 
that that's sort of the lyrical side of it. And then the music, if I had to kind of describe the music, it's sort of um, you know acoustic, sort of uh, contemporary or progressive folk, uh, singer-songwriter type stuff, obviously. Um, some people kind of want to put it in the post-punk acoustic genre. That's cool, too, you know, because it does have sort of an edge to it. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Call it call it whatever you want. Yeah, I find it seems to have a, a little bit of like a Elliot Smith type edge is what a lot of people have been saying here. It's dark. I mean, Elliot, and Elliot Smith is a huge influence of mine, so it, it definitely has that sort of dark vibe to it. Um, I mean, I don't know, Elliot Smith was like and he's definitely one of my all-time favorite artists uh, mm-hmm. so yeah he's a big influence of mine no doubt cool very nice <clears throat> um well i know you've been playing for quite a while um has this been an album that's kind of been in the works for a bit or yeah was it kind of a spontaneous thing totally these, these songs are songs that were written over the course of I don't know how many years of my life, 10, 20 years. So I just felt like it was sort of time to, you know, get them done and, and, and get them out there kind of a thing. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, you feel like playing something off of the album? or uh... Let's play a song. Um, this song is uh, this song is the first song on my CD. It's called Lost, and it's kind of like a um, lost in space analogy for being lost in life. Maybe some of the ladies and gentlemen in your listening audience have also been lost at, at one point or mm-hmm. another in their lives. But uh, yeah, it's called Lost and uh, goes like this. Far from gravity 
Jesus, please help me see Out of this universe another galaxy Save us from the disease Lost in this solar system trying to be free That's how it goes. Very nice. Now you're going to hear some live tuning. Very cool. Which is going to sound like being in a church or something. Right. Because this guitar is, uh, well, <laughs> um, old? Yeah, it's in need of some, uh, I'm in need so of a this. new guitar, yeah. So if anybody wants to, uh, donate a new guitar. Yeah. Or perhaps recommend, you know, a uh, good cheap deal. That was awesome, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. So that was Lost. Yes, that was Lost. Excellent. And um, is it, it's in the liner notes, right? You have a, a, a guest appearance on that recording? Yeah, my friend Tony Sly helped me out on that. I'm familiar for name. So he's uh, he was a big help because he's a professional musician. His voice is better than mine. So you know. Right. But I've been friends with him forever. So Did he give you some advice while he was there in the studio with you? Um, well, he, he, he just, I mean, man, he showed up and he just knocked it out. He was just like, I mean, he wasn't in the studio longer than 20 minutes. You know, he came in, he was just like, I gave him lyrics and he just, he just banged it out. You know, he didn't need to rehearse or practice or anything. So right. He was, it didn't take him long. That's how those, so those professional type works. He's a real pro, professional musician, professional dad, professional, uh, Fantasy football coach. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, you're a pro now. You have your own CD out. You're doing it. You're making it happen. I'm out there. I'm out there. Excellent. So you got any other uh, tunes? So this, this, I want to play a song that um, I just recently wrote, sort of uh, inspired by a lot of the shit that I've gone through. I just was recently laid off. And so, yeah, the, the full-time beret is now sort of ironically unemployed. Right. And, uh, you know, this song just sort of expresses a lot of the frustration I've gone through with getting laid off and trying to find a job. It doesn't even have a title, really. Um, but, uh, anyways, this is how it goes. It's time. 
words for you to see Interrogation for the company Private sector royalties Directors of opportunity Bottom line industry awesome for a new tune thanks man um you know i've got the excuse that it is new so uh i know some of the audio files out there could probably hear the uh you know the pitchy voice and whatnot but i'm also sick that's my other excuse oh yeah no making excuses (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i'm not wasted so you got to give me something right we're not drinking beer this time so you don't have that excuse what was your um, kind of upbringing in music? Uh, I know you used to play w- when you were younger, but uh, is this your first foray into um, professional music? Yeah, we'll for sure. I mean, you know, music's always been a part of my life. It's just um, only now have I started to, you know, develop it more mm-hmm. in terms of getting it out there. And, and uh, I hate to call it professional level you know it sounds kind of lame and and uh but if if being like a professional musician i don't even know if you can call me a musician to be honest i mean i'm, I'm pretty much musically illiterate yeah i don't know how to read music i don't know how to write music um you know it whatever sort of just sounds good is is, is how it works but uh I, I i don't think you're alone my, my friend i mean how do you what do you i mean i guess that's a good question is what defines a professional musician? You know, somebody who has a CD out, somebody who plays live. Someone gigs, will say that. Um, I usually say, "Are you making money doing it?" Oh, okay. Just, can you? Yeah. So then I, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a pro yet. Well, you're, you're selling, selling CDs, right? You're making money doing it. Um, I'm not saying yeah. make a profit. I'm saying yeah. make money doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I've made. I've made. Uh, I've made some money. Well, there you go. You're a professional musician. Yeah. Very nice. This so, guitar... Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no. About the guitar? This is a um, this is a steel string guitar. It's a tw- it's actually uh, a 12-string guitar converted into a 6-string guitar. Um, because, again, I'm too cheap to go out and, and buy a new guitar. Um, you know. But it's working for you, so... It does the job. It does the job. I just had this Fishman pickup put in there, so when the time comes, it'll it'll be ready to go, you know, wired for sound and, and such. Very good. Do you have any gigs coming up? So there's a uh, there's a couple places. This place called Cafe Royale. Uh huh. Um, which is in the city, 
That's going to happen on August 23rd, I believe. Excellent. Um, it's kind of this martini bar type and, joint. And the city being San Francisco? Yeah, the city. You know, the, it's the city. The city, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, let's see. There's going to be another show at this place called um, the Red Rock in Mountain View. I believe the date there is kind of tentative, but right now it's July 11th. Um, it, you know... <laughs> just sort of being new at this, I'm really surprised at how long it, it, it takes to, to to get gigs and just for the whole promotion process in general. Um, right, right. But uh, and not only that, man, but a lot of places are going away. The place where I recorded, Five Ten Studios, uh-huh. that guy, he bugged out. Um, really? Yeah. This other place, uh, Hyde Street Studios, the guy that mastered my 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 stuff, Mike Wells. They're closing down High Street Studios, man. They're going to turn it into condos. So, are uh, are they just moving somewhere else, or are they actually just closing down for good? Um, or do you know? Yeah, they're moving. I mean, that's oh, okay. Know, so they're not the... disappearing from the Bay Area. No, totally. They'll be around. I mean, those, those guys will be around. Mike Wells is a really talented guy, so I'm sure he's just going to move his studio somewhere else. But uh, you know, all for the interest of uh, the gentrification of of uh, San Francisco, I guess. Right, right. Throw away art and, and build condos. Who the fuck's gonna, what yuppie's gonna want to live in the Tenderloin is what I want to know. I mean, it's like... Oh, yeah. It's Which artist, is, what artist is gonna want to live there, too? <laughs> yeah. So, that, that last song you played, um, it's a new song. It's not on the album, correct? That's right. Um, uh, what's it about? It's about mainly sort of me being frustrated because... You know, like I mentioned, I was laid off, and then um, I've, you know, gone through a lot of frustration trying to get jobs, and, uh, you know, it's it's just sort of a very frustrating and discouraging part of my life right now, and so that kind of just inspired that song. Um, I think that's something uh, a lot of people can probably relate to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not a good time right now, but um, the lyrics... Uh, Again, more kind of socio-political ranting and uh, frustration, basically. You know, m- most of my songs have that anti-establishment uh, kind of vibe to them. So, might be one of the reasons why they kind of put you on the edge of punk rock. It, it could be. It could be. You know, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not like a communist or anything, but um, right. You know, I just think that freedom. Freedom is very important. Freedom. Uh, you know, social freedom, all kinds of, all kinds of freedom, and, and freedom of opportunity really is is re- what's really important. And uh, sometimes that's something that I I think sort of lacks in this country is is freedom of opportunity. Right. So you're not a communist. You're a true I'm, patriot. I'm. That's right. Yeah. A, a libertarian, so to speak. I guess maybe. There you go. Excellent. Oh. Um. And regarding the the gigs coming up do you have a website or anything where people can go and check out um your gigs coming up yeah totally um it's uh it's myspace if you go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.myspace.com forward slash full-time beret uh you should be able to uh you know read all kinds of full-time beret propaganda excellent and there's also a uh, events calendar at Music Sumo where bands can post gigs and stuff on there as well. So awesome! And uh, I'll be sure to do that as soon as I get some more gigs. Excellent. 
So what else do you got for us today? Um, this tune, uh, this is the title of, of my CD. It's called Status Boundary. It's sort of another, uh, another song about um, sort of working in a class-oriented system. And it goes like this. Status boundary Construction is complete Doctor of philosophy Knowledge of everything Rule the world with your salary Build a wall with your is up today another copy of what's been made normal common finance your reputation beauty is all you have I graduated from the look you gave you draw the line you are in command professional Did you write all these yourself, or did you have any um, co-conspirators on this album? No, all the tunes are written by me. Um, the music, the words, um, you know, all the artwork and the album. It was all done by me. So um, I'm not sure if, you know, the whole indie release thing it was the best way to go. Um, I mean, you know, the artist is going to take the hit, whether it's from the record label or from the distributors or from whoever. Right. But, um, you know, I just, I just kind of felt more comfortable doing this the indie way because, um, it was just a great learning. I mean, just for the learning experience alone, what I learned about digital music, um, you know, the whole mastering process, the whole, you know, recording process the, the the promotion the marketing the the distribution all, all of that was was a big learning experience and uh 
Yeah, it's something you uh, recommend others trying? Oh, oh, for sure. Because Excellent. I mean, uh, you know, I just think with you know the whole indie scene and digital music and the whole internet, um, there's a lot of potential f- for indie artists to tap into. Um, and going through that process definitely, you know, kind of enhances and, and just kind of puts things, uh, kind of sets things in a little bit better as opposed to just having somebody do it all for you kind of a thing. Right. Um, but, you know, <laughs> there's advantages to that too because frankly a lot of this process I haven't really enjoyed. It's just stuff that I've had to do because I can't afford to pay someone else to do it. Right. But you were able to find out what those things are and hopefully you can... Uh delegate those out to other people in the future for sure great it was just a really good learning process i'm glad that i went through it would i do it again um you know i I don't know i really don't know okay um having gone through it all um is there any one thing that you've taken away from it that you can give advice on to up-and-coming artists you know um there was this guy that I met at the airport on, on my plane flight down to San Diego. He was in this uh, he was in this jazz band called the Red Hot San Francisco Club, I think. Okay. That might be another plug if I got the name right. But um, anyways, his name was Jason, and he, he was just like another kind of professional full-time musician. He just said, to just you just got to go for it. You just got to put everything you have into it and really believe in your music, you know, what you're saying. And... Um, because if you don't believe it, then nobody else will kind of a thing. And, and it made right. a lot of sense. I mean, it definitely made a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so that would be my advice is, is just, uh, you know, go at it full blast, whatever that is. I mean, it's it, when you're starting off, it's hard to just, you got to have, I mean, most people in this business have another job if, if they're not. I mean, you got to have a job to pay the bills kind of a thing, right? Right. So, you know, you got to have that. And right now, I, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm unemployed, so I've been able to put more time into my music. But however much time you have, make them go into exactly, it. exactly. Right? Yeah, and you need to um, make it your hobby, and then try to turn it into your job from there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, dedicate as much free time to it as possible. The other thing I would I would say is try not to get too frustrated. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sort of impatient, but this kind of shit doesn't happen overnight. It just, it just takes a long time, a lot of waiting around, you know, um, and, and I mean, you know, it's just supposed to be fun. I mean, you know, nobody, hard, I find it hard to think of music as a job, really. I mean, music has always kind of just been fun to me, so just don't expect anything to happen overnight. Don't get frustrated. Try not to think of it as a job, although I know that the real pros out there, you know, I just find it hard to understand how, you know, some of them take it so so seriously. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, this some other chick threw her panties at me last night. Oh, it's just it's just getting so old, it's so old. You know, I got wasted again last night. Oh no, you know, it's it's kind of boring. I mean, I don't know, but it does. I mean, once it becomes a job, it's like you know, it's just like any other hobby. Once you, the more of it you do, I guess maybe the less you enjoy it. I don't know. I kind of yeah, I see that. I see it. I don't know. It's kind of like um, I don't know. Contractors, you know, they go to work all day and they get the shittiest houses because when they get home, they don't want to work on their houses or anything. Oh they yeah, do it all day. Exactly. So, or I mean, you get even... sick of it a little bit. You know, you need little breaks here and there. Exactly. Even like riding your bike. 
you know, I mean, if you were to ride your bike every day, I mean, I know it's one of your hobbies and I like to do it too, but if you were just to do that every day, right, you'd probably get a little sick of it. Right. Um, yeah, and another thing you touched on is the uh, the time it takes to do stuff. Yeah. You touched on it earlier, um, how you were kind of blown away at how long it takes to actually, like, book and promote shows and stuff, and I think that's something a lot of bands don't understand is... They're like, oh yeah, let's get a gig next week or something. And yeah. It's like, no, dude. Yeah. Uh, professional bands book like yeah. three to six months in advance. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that way they have time to promote the shows and stuff. So it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and uh, a lot of organization. I mean, for those bands, you know, bands that are already established, too, it's sort of like, it's a lot easier for them. If you're just starting out and nobody's really heard you, it's kind of like, you know, getting that first job. So it's even, that makes it even that much harder, you know. But, right, right. Um, but, I mean, again, I mean, I guess if you're signed on a label, then that stuff is, that stuff's all kind of taken care of. But, um, you know, uh... It takes a really long time, no doubt, whether or not you're you have a label doing it for you, you're doing it yourself. Right. So yeah, and it's everything takes a long time, man. Just like freaking learning how to play the songs and, and writing the songs and, and, <laughs> and like learning how to play guitar and, and and then finding like a guy to record your stuff and then finding a guy to master the stuff and then freaking dealing with the graphic art and the C D I mean it just goes on and on and on. And it's like you never feel like you're done. You never get that like sense of accomplishment. You're like, yeah, okay. That I'm was done. your CD. You yeah. can hold it in your hand. Well, yeah, but it's sort of like, all right, now what? You know? Right. Well, now you got to promote the CD. So now yeah. you got to go play shows. That's right. That's right. Do um, excellent stuff like podcasts. Yeah. Um, how's that work? Podcast? That, that's on the internet, right? Yep. That's right. That www dot. It's on, on the uh, what they, the interwebs. Yeah, you can explain it to me after the show. Right. I hear it's it's not a series of tubes. It's like a <laughs> dump truck or something. No, it's not a dump truck. It's a series of tubes. Yeah. All right. So you feeling up for any more songs? Any uh, tunes for the people out there in the interwebs? Let me uh, let me play one more here. Let me tr- let me bring back this. Nylon string guitar. Um, something that was very interesting was I was looking at the uh, podcast stats the other day, and we have some really high hits from the Netherlands. So really, you're getting your music out there, man. The Netherlands, huh? Yeah. What's up, maybe, Netherlands? Maybe. Uh, Spoken die Deutsch? Is that uh, no Dutch? No. Uh, that, that's um, that's German. That's, no, but we have the Dutch. Uh, what is it? Well, I don't speak Dutch. I'm sorry. Sorry, Netherlands. Well, hopefully they'll love your stuff so much we can set up a tour for you out there. Oh man, I've I've been to the Netherlands. Is the thing. Out, I've I've been to. Uh, there was a hotel I stayed at in the Netherlands called the Hoister Dune or the Hoister Dune, the Hoister Dune Hotel. Where I'm was not, that? It was in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. I'm Where not. About? I'm not sure. I'm not really sure, <laughs> but it was there. <laughs> It was there, and so were you. <laughs> yeah. They're very nice. Let's see here. Ah, yes. How about this song? So this song is sort of keeping in the theme of, uh, of the anti-establishment uh, side of things, which are sort of what a lot of my songs are about. This song is called Little Man, and, uh, well, the lyrics kind of speak for it all, 
and uh, I'm going to try to play it right now. Okay. Illusion of legality Heretics of politics You make choices for me Pay this fine, this fee Humanity for sale Waiting in my underground Hideaway for change Who put you in charge of Yes, that song was, um, I don't know, maybe I perhaps wrote, wrote it like back in a prior life, back in the 1400s or 1500s. A lot of my music have, someone described my music as Gilligan's Island music, um, oh, kind really? of like the pirate style, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you feel like you're on a pirate ship kind of thing. Okay, um, I getcha. But uh, yeah, that song, I mean, I hate to kind of describe what my song's mean before people read the lyrics because I mean the, the the message is loud and clear like if you read the lyrics I mean it's like it's pretty much loud and clear but the thing is is loud and clear to everyone else like everybody has a different sort of interpretation of what right. the song means I mean like and it's interesting too because after you write a song that song is really no longer yours once you make it public I mean that song means something different to everybody else out there in the music world so you know um what might mean something to someone will mean something totally different to somebody else. So, exactly. I actually had a, a, another artist here in the studio who would not um, describe the music 
what they thought of it because yeah. they were like, well, it, it will mean something different to yeah. someone else and I don't want to ruin that image for someone else yeah. and tell them what to think of the song. Bob Dylan was a big... He, Bob Dylan was the same way. I try to just... I mean, at least this is the general idea. Right. This is what I was you going know. for. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to write a song about, you know, uh, a love song, which, you know, somebody could interpret that as being like, you know kind of political song but no there, there are kind of metaphors and analogies in my music that, that that could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people lots of different layers right um, maybe I should play a classical tune yeah think I should play a classical song for the music world sure for the cyber world we haven't had any classical music, really. I mean, we've had some piano, uh, like, uh, gospel-type stuff, but not so much classical. I will try to play a classical song. I'm imagining there's no vocals to it. No vocals. It's just an instrumental. It's untitled. Um, but uh, let's see if I can play it right. All righty. for uh, the internet world yeah for, for the internet world is that a song that um, is that a song that you play out um, when you play live at all yeah I play that song um, live it's sort of a uh, it's a good intro to another song that's sort of in the same key a lot of my songs are all in minor chords I use a lot of minor chords right um, but uh it's sort of a good uh, on my CD. It's called Prelude. So if you listen listen to the CD all the way through, you know that song starts in A minor, and uh, the next tune, which I believe is called Automation, also uses a lot of A minor. So it goes, you know, it ends in A minor, and then the next tune's like, you know, okay. so it's, it it works. It's all it all kind of works. Right. <clears throat> So it's almost like a concept album in a way. So these kind songs of. flow together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's how I, that's how I tried to do it. Um, yeah, I noticed that on the album, but I wasn't sure if that's what you were trying to do or if it just so happened that the songs worked out that way. No, it's just uh, you know I tried to get the music to flow in sort of a, a a way that doesn't have any sort of abrupt, you know, uh, 
change or difference. Now, uh, I ha you know, some people say, well, maybe that sounds kind of repetitive or whatever, but um, it's sort of hard not to sound repetitive just doing singer-songwriter type stuff just because, I mean, that's just your sound, you know, your sound is your sound. Right. Um, but uh, I think, you know, next time I'd like to use perhaps other instruments, you know, other vocalists, just to try to, uh, just to kind of break it up a little bit, stay in the same theme of things, but uh, kind of try to get away from, you know, what people call repetitiveness, I guess. I mean, I don't know, Slayer to me, I mean, any band you listen to, Slayer, all their songs have the same general theme, or right. wh whoever you listen to, it's just like, that's their sound. Right. But, um... Yeah, for sure. Next time, I'd, uh, I'd like to bring more into it. You know, perhaps a female. I, I love the sound of female harmonization over over male vocals. It's just like, you know, that to me is just like just beautiful. You know, and I love mm -hmm. that sound. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, some of the tunes uh, when I listen to the album definitely lend well to possibly crossing over into having like a full band. Yeah, I was wondering if you've ever thought about progressing down that road and adding some more people to the group yeah i mean um you know at this point you know i'll tell you what my my, my problem with that is is that the nice thing about just doing singer songwriter stuff is that it's nice just to be able to pick up the guitar you know whenever you want pretty much there's a lot less coordination in terms of definitely getting on the same page with you know three or four other people um that's that's a process um, I will agree. That's actually why I kind of went more the business route. I used to play in bands and stuff and just trying to coordinate getting together for rehearsal and stuff. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Bands need a freaking manager. You yeah. know, it's you really need someone to take the reins and absolutely tell what to do. Absolutely. Um, however, there's something about a band that is, you know, much cooler than the singer-songwriter type stuff because, you know, you have this group of people, you know, kind of all harmonizing together and, and playing, you know, music together, you know, there's more kind of, I don't know what you want, more sense of unity, more, uh, you know, cohesiveness or, or, or whatever, I mean, whether it's jazz or, or whatever, you know, some dude plays rhythm, another guy plays lead, then, then, then the other guy plays rhythm and the other guy plays lead, or... Uh-huh. You know, there's just sort of more going on, I think, right. maybe for audiences. There's a lot of counterpoint going on. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's something, you know, like I said, I mean, my next CD, I definitely want to bring more into it. And so I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be on the prowl. I'm going to be looking for, you know, for, for people to, you know, play, who play stringed instruments. I love the violin. I love the cello. I'd love to bring some of that music in as well. Um, I think that stuff would sound really good over over some of my music. So definitely, you know, if I ever uh, make enough money to make another CD, for sure that that's gonna happen. Off a well, bigger budget, hopefully. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, let's hope everybody go to Music Sumo and purchase a CD today. Full time beret. There's a question. How did you come up with the name Full Time <laughs> oh, yeah. Beret? Well, so um, I wanted to have some kind of message behind the music, and, and I just, you know, my name sounds kind of boring and weird, 
So um, I just I, I put a lot of thought into it actually. A lot of my vocabulary and my lyrics are sort of work world related, and you know, kind of that's where I get a lot of inspiration is is from the work world in general, and so. That's where that message came from. Is you know, survival is basically a full-time job, and the beret sort of has like a survival uh, element to it, as well as kind of an artistic element to it. So that's where full-time beret came from. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Very cool. <clears throat> well, uh, how you feeling? You got anything else in you, or uh, you feeling a little bit sick today? I am I am a little under the uh, under the weather, but I want to save a little energy to see Sean Hayes Sean Hayes at the Crepes Place um, tonight. So uh, I'm gonna go check that out. Too bad this wasn't live, so that people could actually like go and check him out tonight. You know, right? That, yeah, it always yeah you got to plan ahead. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, just talking about. <laughs> Yeah, you got to know when the pod show, the podcast is coming out, and yeah. promote accordingly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's playing tonight, but this show will be out um, a couple days after the show. But um, go out and see Sean Hayes sometime, people, and go out and see Full Time Beret, please, and uh, pick up the album at MusicSumo.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, and thanks for coming by, Joel. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. Love to have you again sometime. Cool. So that was Joel Cuzzy with Full Time Beret and some of the tunes off his first disc, Status Boundary, which can now be found at the Music Sumo web store at www.musicsumo.com. That's www.musicsumo.com. You can also find out more about Joel and Full-Time Beret at his official website at www.myspace.com forward slash Full-Time Beret. That's F-U-L-L-T-I-M-E-B-E-R-E-T. Well, that's it for this episode of the Music Sumo Podcast. But to find out more about Joel, Full-Time Beret, or many other great independent artists, please visit musicsumo.com today for many more great tunes. You can listen to new music, purchase CDs and MP3s, leave reviews of music, check out an event calendar for gigs and upcoming record releases. You can chat to artists in our chat room, leave posting in our forums, and more. Visit Music Sumo today at www.musicsumo.com. That's www.musicsumo.com. This has been Downtown Johnny Brown bringing you more great music. Take care, everybody. Hope to see you next time on the Music Sumo Podcast. And remember, until then, always have fun. This has been another Music Sumo Podcast. Got my trashy show and I'm gonna watch it.